is full of pain You shake your head and wonder Must we go through this again? It's so tough Welcome again to the Strange Brew Podcast. My name's Jason Barnard. That was John Mayle. It's so tough from his latest album, Nobody Told Me. Unless you've been hiding under a rock for the last 50 years, you'll be familiar with John's work as the UK's pioneer of blues music. And um, huge privilege to welcome John today to the Strange Brew Podcast to talk about his whole career, including his forthcoming UK tour. So let's hear my chat with John. Hi, John. It's, uh, hello. Oh, hello. Uh, it's Jason Barnard here. Okay, very good. You're coming over for your back over here to uh, Britain for your 85th anniversary tour. I understand you're, you're playing uh, quite a number of tracks from your latest album, Nobody Told Me? Well, it's, that's hard to, to say because uh, we don't have a set list. It, uh, right. I make a different set list up every night, so uh, there, there are no two shows that are the same, so... That's all I can tell you. Um, but I try and, uh, you know, uh, give a cross-section of my work uh, from the from past years and uh, and also something from the new album. So 
uh, you know, there's something for everyone, I think. Mm-hmm. And in relation to your, to your uh, new album, as usual, you've got um, a, a number of uh, guest uh, uh, artists that you work with, uh, predominantly on, on, on guitar, you know, like uh, Stephen Fansan, who's played on It's So Tough. Yeah, well, the, the way that came about was that I just put the word out to to anybody who was interested in uh, taking part as a guest musician, a guest guitar player. And, um, you know, so I didn't really plan it in advance other than that. And those were the guys who came forward, and uh, uh, some of them were quite surprising, really. Yeah. You know, people like Todd Rundgren and, uh, and, and Joe Van Sant and people I wouldn't have thought of, but they... They uh, all came offering their services, so it was great to have them all on there. Tracks like It's So Tough, is that a comment by you on the the current state of society? It does seem a positive message, though. Well, you know, I just try and, if I write a song, it's always about something that's that's going on around me and, uh, you know, my, my take on something. So what you hear is, is, is you know, really my my thoughts of that particular time that we're going through. So, um, you know, that's all I could say about that, really. Yeah. You know, I try and try and uh, put into words uh, my feelings, and uh, and that's the, that's the way it happens. And I heard that you were uh, recorded at the uh, what's now known as the uh, Foo Fighters studio in L.A., because they've got a great Neve console. Yeah, so it's a very nice and a very nice place to work. Very, very friendly, and um, you know. I, but I really don't see too much difference in in studios that we work with. You know, as long as they've got yeah. the right equipment in there, um, you know, it's, it, it's the music takes over. And then one of the periods that you'll be forever associated is is that mid sixties periods. And one of my favourite tracks of yours is. I'm your witch doctor. That just seems to blend the blues in with, with some of the wider sound of the other, you know, the music scene around you. Were you, as well as the blues, were you kind of aware or influenced by other artists from that sort of London scene? I don't know. When I wrote that song, you know, it was a, it was a, a fun piece of music for for us to do, and um, you know, it, I don't think it really uh, made made too much of an impact when it came out but uh, uh, I, I say I put something together whatever it is and, and hope for the best on it you know but uh, I'm witch doctor I mean a witch doctor was uh, was something that I wanted to do and uh, have have a, a feedback uh, guitar solo in on, on the bridge you know so it was something new to do I understand that was uh, produced by Jimmy Page yeah, he was he was uh, you know well known to be at the time. So you know we were all on the same scene, but he was doing a lot of production work with different artists at the same time. I'm your witch doctor, got the evil eye, got the power of the devil, I'm the conjured guy. I'm in the country and I live in the 
spell on you. I got my mean old spell on you. It's been said in relation to the uh, Blues Bakers with Eric Clapton album that that was the the best playing that, that Eric did and, and was uh, an album where he uh, really grew as a, an artist. Do you think that that's because as um, band leader you, you gave Eric and the people that you work with kind of freedom in that structure? That was towards the end of Eric's time in the band? Yeah, he, he, you know, the, there's always a gap between recording and the time it gets released, but everybody at that particular time was, um, you know, the guitar players were, were only in, in the band for about a year each. So, yeah. so like I say, Eric, Eric had left already by the time that thing came out, as far as I can remember. And uh, songs like Rambling On My Mind, I heard that was um, one of Eric's first um, lead vocals. Was that something that you kind of encouraged him to do? Well, he didn't want to do it, but I said, but I, you know, persuaded him. I said, well, look, you really, really should do it because don't, don't be scared to try it, you know, because, uh, uh, you know, I just encouraged him to, to give it a shot. And uh, I think it came out, uh, it came out beautifully, you know, as uh, the first thing he'd done as a, as a solo singer.
recruited Peter Green and, and you know, that, that fantastic Hard Road album and tracks like The Supernatural does seem to be the, the template for Fleetwood Mac that, that came a year or two later. Yeah, well, well, Peter, when he did that instrumental Supernatural, that was that was all his idea of, of uh, you know, add, adding different different guitar tracks, one on top of the other, to, to build it up into a... And a fine instrumental piece. So, so but, but Peter was very go ahead with his ideas at that particular time. So, you know, I encouraged him to do whatever he wanted to do. But he plays great on that album. <laughs> Thank you. 
of the uh, the fondest um, releases for fans around that period was uh, the All My Life EP with that you did with uh, Paul Butterfield. How did you get to to work with Paul? Well, he was he was over in England with 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 his band at the time doing a tour, and it was something that he wanted to to do. I think Mike Vernon, the producer, made uh, gave you know got contacted and asked if, if he wanted to do it. And I think it was um, an arrangement that came together very quickly. He was in he was in in London for that particular day, and uh, it, 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 it fitted in perfectly. And I think it, you know we had a great time playing together.
after Peter, Peter left again, you know, another fabulous guitarist, Mick Taylor from Crusade. In a similar way to you know Peter Green and the Supernatural, uh, Mick, uh, Mick Mick played Snowy Wood, which again showed um, his his guitar style. Yeah, well, on, on those albums, you know, it was it was my my idea that we should uh, feature a, a guitar instrumental on you know on the on each album, you know, to feature the feature the guitar playing uh, on the the Blues Breakers album with with Eric Clapton. He got to do, um, I think, stepping out was was the one that he got featured on. But you know, I just wanted to, them to do an instrumental, and I think they were all kind of influenced by Freddie King, uh, who was, you know, one of our idols at that particular time.
And after the um, the breakup of the Blues Breakers, another uh, brilliant album, The Turning Point, tracks like uh, Room to Move and Now are, are, are ranked as some of your finest work. What was the um, uh, writing process for Room to Move? Was it just something you jammed? Um, I, I don't know. It was a, sim- a simple operation. I think it was uh, inspired by Sonny Boy, Willi- a Sonny Boy Williamson track that he did, mm. which was the same beat. And, uh, you know, I just put my take on it and put a different... A different chord structure on it, and uh, you know, like I said, but it was very much influenced by uh, you know the work of Sonny Boy Williamson.
California from that album um, seemed to mark a, a real shift in, in your sound away from, you know, the, the more electric elements. And uh, am I right that that was more of a conscious decision to, to, to move to a different sound? Not really. I mean, the, the instrumentation of that band right. more or less dictated what we could play. It was very limited in, in its sense. It was only together for a year, that band and the you know, we we found that we'd done all we could with it, but uh, in the case of that song, California, um, that was Steve Thompson came up with the, the bass line for that one, and we just built on that one. And I've heard that you were inspired by Jazz on a Summer's Day for, for that track, is that correct? Well, it, it, showed, it, showed, it showed me that you didn't necessarily have to have a drummer in order to, to make something cook. So that was that was the, the thinking behind that one. I thought, well, if if, if that uh, if that was successful as a, a piece of music with Jim Hall and Jimmy Jufri, then you know we didn't necessarily need a, a drummer. We could just explore what we could do with that. Back there before long 
is one of your key tracks is uh, Nature's Disappearing from USA Union a, a track that I think you re- recorded uh, a, f- a few decades after that. that that was a song that I understand dealt with kind of more environmental issues which is, a, a, is something that is, is as prominent as ever well that was that was very very popular uh, as an idea that people were beginning to think of ecology at that particular time and that, you know it led to to writing that song, Nature's Disappearing. And, uh, you know, it was just one of the songs that were on the album. People still talk about that one, though. Thank you. 
about pollution Make manufacturers uncomfortable Boycott at the market Containers that are non-returnable Aluminum, glass and plastic Eternal waste that's not destructible to close in the sort of middle period there's a a really great album of yours uh, John Mayall and Friends from I think it was around 2001 there's a track called Early in the Morning um, which I think had uh, Chris Rea and Andy Fairweather Low on is is that a track and an album that you uh, remember fondly? Well I remember all the tracks very fondly that that particular song was was, uh, part of the the, this big uh, big idea we had to to get guest musicians take part in it and uh you know that was one one of the tracks i, th- I can't remember who, who who were the guests on that one but uh mm. you know the whole the whole thing of uh of back to the roots i think was the, the title of the the album it was uh, a chance to to get musicians from uh from, from england and from america to to take part in it and it was uh quite an undertaking but it all worked out and you have a great live band at the minute. The music is as vivid as ever, and you talked about shifting, changing the set list every night. Is the plan just to just to keep on going and keep on touring? Yeah, I mean, the, it, it seems it always always works out fine. You know, with people that enjoy what we do, and they enjoy the improvisations and the fact that it's all taking place, you know, for, for them on that particular night. So, you know, I guess they. They appreciate the freedom of the playing and the the fact people come from you know if they live in the same area they'll they'll come to one gig and then they'll show up in the next town and uh, they'll get a completely different set list and a different interpretation fantastic well um I'm sure we all look forward to you uh, coming back to uh, the u k in uh, in November all the best on your eighty fifth anniversary tour. Yeah, you'll you'll thoroughly enjoy it. It's with uh, Greg Arzab on bass guitar, yeah. and uh, and uh, you know we have a Jay Davenport on drums, but we have got Carolyn Wonderland who will be 
uh, featured uh, on on guitar on this one. So uh, going to have a great time. All the best, John, and uh, thank you so much for your time. Very welcome. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.
thank you for listening to the Strange Brew podcast. If you do like the show, please consider a small donation to help keep the show archive online. It's been almost 10 years since I started the podcast and hosting fees are increasing over time. All your support keeps the show running and helps me get amazing guests. To support me, just go to thestrangebrew.co.uk where you'll see a donate button on the homepage. Thank you very much. Plus, any reviews on your podcast services help to spread the word too. Thank you.